to the Salt Cravings Resistance Network, <laughs> broadcasting from the secret location of the Resistance Tower against the evil hierarchy. My, my code name is Brianna. <laughs> and my code name is Claire. And today, we are, as always, bringing you the cravings that the evil dystopian Tuh. hierarchy the doesn't evil want hierarchy. you to hear. Tuh. Sorry? Tuh. You know, tuh, the, the evil hierarchy. Yes, tuh. The We're evil fighting hierarchy, tuh, good tuh, fight. doesn't want you to hear about these cravings. It's one of their evil traits as a dystopian uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. hierarchy. And we're supporting our, our all the f- warriors for freedom, like mm-hmm. cat piss. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, what? Cat piss is ever dead. <laughs> I think this is this is golden. This is uh this is really what a revolution looks like is standing with cat piss uh <laughs> beside you. <laughs> I should have come up with a good YA for a second. <laughs> you had the chance, but no, it's look, I really this is did. This is the Cat Piss pod- podcast now. Well, <laughs> Cat Piss Everston. <laughs> do Do you want to tell people a little bit more about this podcast that supports Cat Piss everywhere? Yeah, we here on the Revolutionary Broadcast, also known as a podcast, because that's what revolutionary broadcasts are called <laughs> in the universe we're in, obviously. Um... <laughs> we believe in talking about cravings yeah cravings i say it and i'm not afraid to say it the evil the does not want you to hear it but but we talk about cravings here and cravings are the things that you just feel you need you know you need them and here we talk about them you know what we'll solve them too yeah that's what it looks like to fight back against the tuh. <laughs> I know it might be weird to have desires and wants when you are told exactly what you need in life, but it is okay, friend. There are others out there, too, who have cravings, and you are allowed to say the word. Rise up. Cravers, rise up. <laughs> Cravers, rise up. <laughs> and with that spirit in mind, code name Claire. <laughs> <laughs> Will yeah. you tell me your first craving of resistance? Yeah. I just think that the evil hierarchy ta has just too much of a grip on on this world and uh you know it really just wants your energy levels for production for production's sake. And my first craving is working for the sake of society rather than production. Huh. Yeah, tell me what you mean by that. I mean exactly what I said. <laughs> do you wanna do you wanna do elaborate? I wanna elaborate? No, because otherwise I will be arrested by Tuh. <laughs> but that's what we do here. We fight back against Tuh. And we risk being arrested. But we're not gonna be arrested at the end of this podcast. We're definitely that's not gonna be our own <laughs> I think, I think work can be good 
and healthy when it is done in a manner that both supports community in such a way that does not ask of people more than they can give. Are you saying that we could labor as a community together to to make a more just and equitable system and that labor doesn't have to be bad and horrible and draining? Yes, that that is literally what I'm saying. So but can we solve this? But what if I hate this? Mondays? Oh, well, then I guess you don't have to labor on Mondays. Unless Whoa. you like laboring, then you, you can do it all day. How are you going to clear that on with Monday. my boss? Oh, well, look, your your boss and the meat grinder have a date on Sunday, so I think your schedule is going to be clear for Monday. Don't worry about it. Oh, okay, cool. There will be hot wow. dogs at the event, too. Don't ask what's in them. Well, as long as we're not... As mm-hmm. long as we're not seizing the means of production or anything. Only the memes of production. Thinking of memes of production, are there any good solutions for this craving? I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, obviously we've talked about mutual aid on this podcast before, which is mm-hmm. not the same thing. But like, the thing is, a lot of people have tried to solve this craving. Uh-huh. And, you know. Bri- Brianna, I, I do quickly want to remind you. This is a comedy revolutionary podcast. You're right. You're right. It's a comedy revolutionary podcast. Okay, so we're going to start a community. Mm-hmm. Definitely not a commune and certainly not a cult. And it's going to have people. Maybe a who... little bit of a cult? Little yeah. As a treat? A little bit On of a cult Wednesdays. as a treat. On Wednesdays. On Wednesdays. It's the Wednesday cult. It's the Wednesday cult. We're going to start a community. And we're all going to work together to make the community good. And we will escape capitalism. So we'll fill all of the roles. What are some of the roles that we can fill if we work together and and labor for each other instead of laboring for, you know? Yeah, we're we're definitely going to need people to focus on food. You know, food is an essential part of life. And so I think I would be really good at that. I would bring gummy bears and uh, jelly beans, and I just think I could be in charge of the snack department, you know? Really, it just it's just all gelatin. I think it's just yeah. gelatin all the way down. All gelatin all the time. We're going to take those horse hooves. It's time to gelatinize the revolution. It's time to gelatinize the revolution, our famous slogan. <laughs> um, I think another thing that's very useful would be child care, obviously. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there will be children here. I mean, so it's good to have folks to look after those kids. I think I could do that very well. I would like to have kids someday. I I like dealing with children. Uh-huh. Um, they're good. Oh, there wasn't there wasn't a joke. Yeah, no, I I I agree. And I will simply also teach them. And I will teach them all of the important subjects. Like old as- English. Such as Old English. <laughs> Brianna, if you teach them Old English, then Ta can't understand the next generation <laughs> of, of revolutionaries. Yes, I'll teach them. I'll teach them. Here's all the subjects I'm going to teach the children. Old English. Tabletop games. <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> um, crime. That's... <laughs> I majored in crime, really. <laughs> that was that was my focus uh, of study. Mental health resources and how to how to you know deal with your own mental health, how to reach out, how to mm-hmm. ask for help. 
Um, very, very, weirdly, the syllabus is really close to Star Wars. We're going to teach you everything the Jedi didn't. Um, <laughs> also weirdly close to tabletop games, depending if you're the teacher. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And lesbianism. That's the last <laughs> skill that I'm going to teach. The children, obviously, nothing explicit. Of course, they're children. But they are going to learn that girls can hold hands with other girls. And that'll be great. <gasps> I know. So that's the subjects that I'll be teaching in my new childcare area. What are some other roles that other folks uh, might be able to fill for us? I think transport is probably important. Yeah. Um, and so I think we need to bring back an old staple of ours, which is a hoverboard. Um, Ooh, classic. But we need to make sure that it is personalized because, you know, it's all about, it's all about like accommodating different needs. And so I think it'll uh, make different noises at you as, as you ride on it. You can, Great. it has three settings, duck, goose, and pigeon. Okay. It's really so why versatile. those three? What do those kind of translate to? Well, they translate to du- ducks, geese, uh-huh. and pidgeys. Uh, I think right. another role uh, that I'm going to just gloss uh, over the previous one is medicine. I forgot the word for medicine for a second. Don't worry about yeah. it. Um, because I think we will too in the future. Uh, because it's not so much medicine. It's care. It's Question care. mark? It's care. The great thing about it, we don't need pharmacies. <laughs> <laughs> now, just to be clear, <laughs> I don't want this to be read as like, who needs pills when you can go for a walk? <laughs> But who does need pills when you can go for a walk? I don't take any medication. And I'm purer and better for (laughs) More so that we would understand the neurodiscrepancies and have ways to mitigate that. And when it was not possible, provide the care of neuro-undiscrepancies. I can't tell if you're talking about neurodivergence or if you're talking about, like, medicine in general. I think medicine in general, trying to fix neurodivergence is um, very eugenics-y. Yes. But wait, we're a cult on Wednesdays. So on Wednesdays, we have a little (laughs) bit of eugenics. Well, don't worry. I've got our next role to fill. Okay, Um, great. Mining. (laughs) Mm, For gemstones. For gem... Now... I do wanna I do wanna say you could have taken that I you could have taken that <laughs> anywhere, anywhere. Oh what did you prefer I went to for Bitcoin mining? <laughs> <laughs> Those are the only two options for <laughs> I think we could mine for um ideas. This gold. is the think tank. Gold. Okay. All right. Maybe gold pan even. I don't know. Get okay. crazy with it. Okay. So mining for gold. Is that my <laughs> is that gold mining Thursday is is everyone's yes. <laughs> <laughs> great. Good. Our yeah. Uh I love I love the mandatory mining in our revolutionary not a cult. <laughs> I mean, we're Farm only a cult commune. on Wednesdays. On only Thursdays, a- we're a mining operation. <laughs> <laughs> Monday to Tuesday is really when the revolutionary action happens. 
And Friday, I'm in love. (laughs) Monday, you can fall apart, you know. Tuesday, Wednesday, break my heart. Thursday, the new story is Friday, I'm in love. That's the schedule. That's the schedule of the new revolutionary cult-ish. It's posted. Mining operation. (laughs) It's posted on the barn door. Don't worry about it. You won't forget it. And if you do, you'll be taken in on a reconditioning Sunday. Brianna, do you have maybe another craving that we can yeah, go through and ruin say, with more cults? Saturday is, Saturday is a rest day. Don't worry. Ah, uh, the day of our Lord and Savior. <laughs> Jesus, but Saturday. <laughs> Sunday. Great. It's just Jesus. It's just Jesus. JJ. You do it for JJ. Just Jesus. Oh, JJ. Uh-huh. Give one up for well. JJ. <laughs> God, fucking Do, Go into the coal mines for JJ. Sorry, diamond mines for JJ. It's different. <laughs> yeah, we you don't wouldn't mind understand. Coal. We're not monsters. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> okay, please, please. A craving, please. Save me. I'm drowning. I, I'll tell a story, and then by the end, it'll kind of become clear what, what I'm kind of asking. Okay. In terms of. Last night, I decided to do all of my laundry decided to wash like everything that i had house coat slippers that sort of stuff like really do a big old load i put that load in the washer we recently got the washer replaced a couple of weeks ago um washer's been mostly working well but it leaves the clothes and stuff pretty soaked which normally is like okay well it's a little bit annoying sometimes it takes a, a couple of dries which is already kind of annoying enough unless we can find a way to like make it so the washer doesn't get it as soaked. And so that's kind of one of the issues. But, you know, that's doable. Except upon this lovely night last night, I put stuff in the dryer, started it a rolling, put a second load in the washer, and uh, come back to check on it. Washer's done. Dryer has not, is not functioning. Oh, no. We try to finagle with it a bit. We get it to turn on. But then it doesn't, like, turn, and we smell the smell of burning. Oh, no. Uh, So we stopped. Uh, All the Uh clothes were fine. But I now had two loads full of laundry (laughs) that were all sopping wet with no way to dry them. And a rack that could not, in fact, fit all of them. So last night was a very stressed... Uh, experience. This was also a movie night that I, we do with some friends. Oh. Um, so we, we, we worked it out and everything got hung. And this morning we went over to a friend's place and threw everything in a dryer. And it's mostly dry now, though some of it's still fucking damp. And that's, oh. the, that's just the, the, the way of the world. All of this is to say, I simply crave for this to never happen to me again for as long as I live because <laughs> I was it, so stressed. Uh that everything was gonna mold but we simply need to make it so that washers and dryers never break and always work exactly how we want so thoughts well first thought uh bigger rack just enormous rack uh i think a lot of problems are solved yeah Yeah, i think a lot of problems are solved by a bigger rack absolutely (laughs) uh second second idea that's also the uh, slogan for estrogen i believe (laughs) (laughs) uh second idea tiny tiny little person who lives in your washer or dryer who um has a lot of fun just like 
fixing it um and doing little doing little things it's just like riding the laundry when you put your stuff in your dryer it's like a uh i'm amusement park ride is the word i'm looking for very hey, very it's tiny me, washer gnome <laughs> i sing songs all day and i do all your laundry or I mean, we could bring back a classic. I think blow blow wetter, but it's now it's God. You're really in digging into the archives, huh? You, you, <laughs> you uh, you've been opening up our museum full of all the boxes, like in Indiana Jones. <laughs> Look, time is running out. Just like in Indiana Jones, where you have to like grab your hat last second. I stick my hand through the closing door, grab the blow wetter as the last artifact I can take with me. And offer it to you as a solution to this craving. Now, you know, I don't have under- the key to the warehouse, right? Like, I could just let you back in anytime. You don't have to. Like, I can just. Did you not know? <laughs> I thought I mentioned that I had the no, key. No, I did. I did see the door, but it was locked. And I guess I just thought the front entrance wasn't a choice. We can just open it. Hey, you know what? Let's let me go over there. Right now. I'll just. I'll just. Open it up. We can maybe get a carpeted bathtub, some handy helpers. Like, oh great! We could get the giant dinosaurs we've made. I think is a thing we did once. Pull out some old uh, videotapes of those fruity pirates. Uh, some get some spider cats. We've made a lot of stupid shit on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we should put some spider cats in your laundry machine. I think they would help. I think they would have a have a great time doing that. What if you just didn't use a laundry machine, right? What if you just gave right. your laundry to the spider cats? Okay, I thought we were going to go a different direction in which we were like really doubling down on primitivism and <laughs> just going to say no more machines. Now we go to the river to wash our laundry uh, and then we go dry it on the line. Uh, clothes, yeah. clothesline is what it's called. Those are clotheslines, right? Oh, I have an idea. Have you ever been to a Little Caesar, or maybe not a Little Caesars, but um, God, what is it? Fresh Slice or um, any pizza place that kind of just has like has pizza ready to go? You know the machine they sort of stick the lukewarm pizza in to warm it up. Mm-hmm. What if that was for clothes? Genius. Genius. All right. So we put the clothes on the pizza and then <laughs> we <laughs> uh-huh. that's, a, that's a crucial part of it, right? We put them on the pizza. Right. And we send it through the thing. This is delicious. It cooks, it cooks them on the pizza and then you eat the pizza uh-huh. and you put on the clothes and they're clean. You are what you eat. And so I think it's you wear what you eat. Alternatively, you know, what do they do to dry clean things? That doesn't seem like it should be that hard. You know, um, it's like, like a. We, a spray thing. Right. Why can't we just do that with everything? Uh, it's bad for the environment, I think. Ah, shit. God damn it. Ah, oh, that environment. Oh. Yeah, I know. Always getting in the way of progress and innovation. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing we uh, love on our revolutionary podcast is progress and innovation. I uh, mean, you're you a technologist. You can't. I'm- yeah. We love technology here, and there are only t- and there's only two options: either nature or technology. They're complete opposites and can't live uh-huh. in harmony. Yeah, uh huh. You reminded me of a thing I was going to ask you before we started recording, and I kind of just want to derail this and ask you: yeah. What would your Darth name be? Oh God, <laughs> you're hitting me with this, huh? In the um, middle of a talk about laundry. What <laughs> look, all right. So clearly the answer is to become Darth Laundress. 
God. No, um, I would be Darth Sinisius. Darth Sinisius. It's like cynicism, but it's Sinisius. Because <laughs> my evil Darth self is really cynical, right? So Ooh. it's Darth Sinisius. That's really good. What's um, yours? So it's the reason that you actually reminded me uh, was because I was like, oh, I would probably be like Darth Technoctuus or something. Yeah, Darth Technoctuus. Absolutely. Just just imagine like um, Doc Ock from Spider-Man, but wielding lightsabers in like six hands and four of those hands are robotic. It's like the best of Grievous and Anakin. It's like, what if Grievous and Anakin had a baby? I would love to see that baby. I would also, I think that that would be a hell of a sex scene, probably, right? What if Obi-Wan What those simply... four hands do, am I right? <laughs> Obi-Wan, instead of murdering Grievous, simply makes love to him and... What if... Yeah? What if we dried our clothing by putting it close to lightsabers? Shit. Yeah. Right, we just warm it up with the lightsaber. The Kyber Crystal's ultimate use was for a lot what if you just make a laundry saber i love how much of a star wars nerd you've become that you know what a kyber crystal is (laughs) i knew what a kyber crystal was before i've i've watched the star wars yeah uh that is the kyber crystal's ultimate use to warm and dry your clothes i mean that's how the jedi did it either that or they had the fucking jedi service corps we can't get into the jedi service corps we can't get into the jedi service corps but basically they had other jedi who weren't as good at being cops oh to my do God. their fucking laundry that's me i'm the not good at being a co- i'm the service jedi yeah you're in one of the service corps um, i'm the laundry jedi darth Laundricus is me Darth Technoctuus takes off their mask and it was Darth Laundricus the whole time. <laughs> Nobody respected Darth Laundricus. That's why they became Darth Technoctuus. <laughs> they would all learn to respect Darth Laundricus. Except Darth Sinisius, who would come and try to kill Darth La- Now we're just doing a Star Wars RP. Um, I love it. Love it. Anyway, hey, Brianna, this is partially your fault. This is entirely my fault, but I feel that my craving has been solved, um, <sighs> which means it's time to burn that craving. craving. I've stolen it from you. you. It. It's Congrats. mine now. I have stolen the bit because I have a new way to do this. Burn that craving is the part of the okay. show when we decide to dispose of our old cravings as we inch ever closer to the end of this dreadful incredible amazing cursed podcast tell me how you really feel (laughs) today on burn that craving i think it would be fun for us to combine the old with the new i want us to look at our list of cravings Mm -hmm. and choose a craving we're gonna we're gonna do the competition thing that we did last time to see which (laughs) is the most flammable but we're gonna choose Uh a craving that's one of our first on the list one of our oldest ones on the list i created this one of our most recent ones on our list and then a wild card one of our most recent ones interesting yeah we're gonna choose something that we put on the list recently but we know is not gonna not gonna we want to burn it something that we put on the list a long time ago and that we have are now admitting is never gonna it's never gonna get there yeah okay never gonna get there uh-huh. I have I have my first one. I the first one is old old, right? Yeah, we're going to do old first. 
<laughs> I keep thinking about last time when you were like, all of yours are very specific and all of mine are very conceptual. And you know what? Really? I'm not changing. I'm also not changing, I think. I think if I'm, I'm, I think I know which one I'm choosing. So, uh, first off, if you will remember what restaurants are, Brianna, I know it's been a while, but, um, my first contender is The Nom, which is a very regional Vancouver restaurant. Oh, wow. Good (laughs) fucking place, though. My first one is a really cohesive and mechanical magical system, like in Aragon. Uh, oh a book God. that I don't think is good, but as a <laughs> as a youth, I was obsessed with the magic system from. Mm-hmm. So that's really conceptual and not. Uh, part- I think the nom could burn down much easier. My argument for the nom was going to be that it is filled with so many vegans that uh, they are just so flammable by nature. Um, <laughs> is there something about vegans that makes them especially flammable? <laughs> Uh, because most of the people I know who go there are flaming homos. So that that is my big argument. However, I feel like you could do some really good flammability magic if you had the right rules. And There was literally, I mean, there was literally a spell in Aragon that involves splitting an atom and, and literally causing a nuke from your own Great. body. Oh, uh, good. Which is so fucked. Um, <laughs> incredible spell. You're making me want to read this book, uh, even though... No, don't. Okay, all right. I feel like if I read it today, I would probably hate it. But um, I did like the magic system because it felt like it made sense in terms of energy (laughs) usage. This is real. This is is a real magic system. Fuck your fake fantasy bullshit magic uh system. (laughs) For real. All right, so I'm going to give that to you. Um, You know, again, the people can decide. All right, and the second one, I'm going to burn the poetry without the points. <laughs> yeah, mine is the setting of a table. All right. I, I mean, mine is on paper. That's my argument for poetry without the points. Uh-huh. Sorry. So, <laughs> are you burning the concept of rating poetry without points that doesn't need points or are you burning the poetry itself that has been rated without points the poetry that has not been rated with points oh okay so if your poetry has ever been rated it's disqualified in the burning that's got it great so we're keeping only the poetry that matters uh i think that's real poetry the real poetry the thing Uh, about the thing about Burn That Craving that uh-huh. I do think yeah. is very funny is that we are, in essence, destroying the things that we think are important. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, I think a table could be lit on fire, but I think you would uh, need some po. I, th- I feel like there's so much more poetry that has not been rated that is just the sheer amount. Yeah, just, it's just a pile it, of it. It's, it's just, just a, pile a huge pile of, of paper. Can't get more flammable than that. I think poetry, I guess, wins that one. Also, not to be like, not to call us out, but part of me, and maybe this is just me, well, we're going back and forth because that's what's interesting. And there isn't actually a competition. I think I've TTRPG'd myself too much into being like, I think it's interesting if it's split. Claire, you can't just, Claire, you can't (laughs) give away the fucking thing that we're doing as we're doing it. Claire? I can can do whatever I want. You don't own me. Claire, it's all the script. Look at the script. This isn't on the script. 
We've read, we've scripted all of these fucking episodes, and you're ruining it. I, ru- I gave it 66, away. We've scripted everything. Right before, right before the end, I gave it all away. That it was all scripted. Gave it all away. I'm oh, so sorry. Come on. I guess from now on, we're just gonna have to do improv. So what's the I wild guess. card? My wild card is changing your hair length at will. Damn. I think I think you did a similar one, changing your hairstyle at will. Oh, I see. I this did. is the long and forgotten one. Um, mine, my, oh gosh, mine. One is so specific. Okay, Brianna, you have to pick. Do you want the more or the less specific one? I want that. Give me that specificity. <laughs> trans women voices to be listened to when talking about trans misogyny and then in brackets it's nice that judith butler spoke up this is about a very specific event <laughs> from like a year and a half ago <laughs> oh, fuck listen i feel like a lot of people would burn trans women's voices if they <laughs> And that's burn that craving, everyone. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Claire, <laughs> hit me with that second craving. Oh, God. I was um, God. <sighs> You're still recovering from the from the smoke inhalation. <laughs> from I'm, I've got, I'm in. I'm inhaling the uh, anti uh, trans misogyny fumes and really i think it's getting to my head um <laughs> the trans misogyny fumes is now how i'm describing <laughs> twitter <laughs> oh or don't Tumblr, mind them tiktok take your fucking pick <laughs> don't mind them they've just been inhaling the trans misogyny fumes <laughs> i have been really craving an attention span as someone who has a billion projects I guess not just projects, but like also <laughs> you ever walk into a room and then be like, why was I in this room? Not only is my memory shit, but uh, I feel like uh, my attention span has shrunk since uh, the pandemic has begun. I remember catching myself one day uh, playing five different video games for five minutes each and be like, no, I'm bored now. I'd be like, I don't know what I want to do now. I don't want to. And it's, it's not, that's just an example. But, but anyways, yeah, I need an attention span. Brianna, how do I get an attention span? I know you're the master of this. So what we've learned, I think, throughout generations of coercive and shitty, quote unquote, treatment of mm-hmm. things like ADHD and other attention-based disorders is that trying to force someone to have an attention span by just like, putting more and more deterrence, you know, in place and like really pushing them to be forced to focus. That just doesn't work. We know that that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. And so I've decided to go the other way. We're uh-huh. going to overload you. Oh, good. We're going to completely just overwhelm you, make it so that you can't focus oh, okay. on anything to such a degree that it loops back around like oh. a like like in those like uh, a like, null pointer. Yes, exactly like a null pointer. Thank you for knowing what it's called. Um, it's not what it's called, but we can call it that. We can call it that. Like It's going to be like that. So we just need to cross the threshold of you literally cannot concentrate on anything for a millisecond. And then it'll just snap and you will have the attention span of a god. You will be able to do anything. You will be, you will be uh, incredible. So simply become god. Yeah, we're going to make you god. <laughs> 
by pushing your lack of attention span so hard that it flips back around to being an attention span. Um, We're going to attack and dethrone God by overloading them. Exactly. With the help of JJ. Our good friend JJ is going to help us in getting getting to God. I, I, shout out to JJ. Shout out to JJ. He showed me the back. He showed me his back door and now he's showing me uh, the back door into God. Are you implying that you fucked <laughs> Jesus in the asshole? Excuse me? No, I'm JJ showed me his nice garden in the back backyard. Okay. I was confused because you're a lesbian, and as far as I'm aware, I don't think, you know. And then I used my strap on to fuck lesbian JJ in the butthole, yes. <laughs> okay. Is JJ like a he-him lesbian? Is that the sort of sitch we're realizing here? He-they-Jesus. A- he He-they-Jesus. <laughs> He-they-JJ on our commune. Uh, <laughs> That's the weirdest thing <laughs> I've ever heard in my life. He-they-JJ on our commune. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Showing us all the back door. Uh, so, <laughs> so about you, that attention span. Yeah, so we're gonna have to overload you. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of stimulus mm-hmm. is gonna be important here. Um, I'm thinking multiple screens, right? We two screens is is not enough. You've, you've I have got three in monitors. front of me right now. You have two monitors. I have three. You have three. I have three. Not enough. Yeah. Not enough. Okay. Not enough all at all. Right. We okay. need, you know, those like secure, like, you know, cartoonish oh, security mm-hmm. cam setups. It's like 20 different screens. Yes. They're yeah. all giving you like, like it, there's a lot of stimulus like, like happening from each of them. 10 shows, once. three video games happening, a d- like yeah. a documentary. Someone's reading something on one. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm just reading three text documents. I'm and, prepar- the way- and also preparing another a game to run, but yes, only one. exactly. While all this is happening, you're like getting snippets of audio from each of them every like oh, good. half a second that just like is increasing in time. First, you're getting a different audio every one second. Then you're getting it at once every half second. Then you're getting it once oh, every like quarter of a second. And then until we get to that important one millisecond point. Um, oh, okay. So I'm sort of like microdosing media. Yeah, you're microdosing media here. This is sort of like limitless, if you think about it. <laughs> I've um, never seen that, but okay. <laughs> uh, I also haven't, but I think I can uh, talk on it. Um, <laughs> and I think that basically what happens in that movie, um, if you mm-hmm. ask me, is that <laughs> Which they I did. overload their brains with the amount of media input until they unlock the 90% of their brain that you're not using at any given time, as we know that's right. science and that makes sense. Look, and sometimes I feel like I'm not using 90% of my brain. I'm going to be honest. I Listen, I wish I wasn't using 100% of my brain. I, God, <laughs> just take it out. It's, we're, we're done. It's done just an ice cream scoop and there we go. Yeah, there we go. That's how we're going to unlock that attention span for you. Is there like another thing that would help overwhelm you there? Or do you think that you're going to need more kind of stimulus there? I think as long as JJ is there with me, um, I think I will find a way to have enough stimulus. So I think I'm good. So I think we can move on to the next craving. Yeah, I think I'm Kill good. Kill you. <laughs> Kill you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to talk about underwear. Um, but wait, 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 wait. I, ne- I need to put JJ in the other room. He gets a little frantic around underwear discussions. <laughs> All right, you're he's good. Please a, go. He's so horny. It's really incredible. They <laughs> like never I do talked my best. about that in the Bible. 
Anyway, I'm specifically thinking about vintage or like old undergarments because people used to wear so much clothing under oh their clothes. Oh my God. I think it's just so neat. I have a petticoat now. I'll mm-hmm. with crinoline, which is like helps, you know, make my like vintage dresses that I own like really poofy. And uh, that's really fun and cute. And I love that. And it's great. But, you know, there's also corsets, which are very, which are great fun. Um, mm-hmm. which I don't own, and those are really neat. And then you think about, like, stays. But there's, like, an entire world of old-timey undergarments that I think it's a shame that we've abandoned it all because it's so many layers. And obviously, this is not meant to be prescriptive, of course, but there's mm-hmm. so much old underwear, and I'm just fascinated by it. People used mm-hmm. to wear so much under their clothes. You used to have to, like, especially if you were, like, a wealthy person, you used to have to, like, a servant used to have to help you change because you were wearing so goddamn many <laughs> clothes. Have you ever seen what stays look like? I'm going to Google. A, I feel like if I Google a stay, a stay clothes. Stay. Clothing. A stay clothing. Terminology. What's the difference between stays, jumps, and a corset? It kind of just looks like a corset. Um, yes, I haven't but there's read also anything. like, you also have to understand this is like worn over and under shirt. The thing about it is like, you know, when people think about like corsets, they're like, oh yeah, a corset is just worn directly over your boobs. Obviously not. No, no one wore a corset directly over their, their naked body. No, there was like an under shirt type yeah. thing. The stays uh-huh. is the kind of general term, I believe, for like the whole kind of deal. Um, oh, okay. Because it stays. Yeah. yeah, it stays. Stays in place. Corsets were good. Uh, well, they weren't good. They were also bad. But they weren't as bad as people <laughs> think they were. It's a whole thing. They weren't that much worse than bras. Unless you tried to wear them really tight, which is like a stupid thing that was in fashion sometimes, but also sometimes wasn't. What is the next era of underwear going to look like? Because we've gone from this kind of deal where you have like the under, like, clothes and then a like corset or, or or whatever under your like main dress and then over that you might have another thing you know that's the amount you're looking at like three layers minimum probably four but like now we're down to just a bra and some panties and that's kind of it so what's the future like what are we what do we got to look uh forward to in terms of underwear I do, I do like this question. I quickly want to say I do own a corset. I don't know if that'll solve your problem uh, directly. No. I also will say I don't, I don't wear bras anymore. So maybe I'm not even the one to answer this. Well, there you go. Um, no, you're, you're stepping us into the future. I think. I, but the thing is, I'm just following the path of those who came before me. Both titties out, both beautiful. We know the the saying. It's true. We do know the saying. At this point, I do still wear a bra because my titties are, uh... Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, because I am fat <laughs> and it rules. Got them fat titties. I got them, I got them fat titties. One of my things uh, that I was going to think is you sort of need a, per- a per- percolator for the titty. What if only under the boob... I, I don't know how to describe the thing I'm imagining in a way that sounds normal, so I'm just going to say the bad way, which is like a doorstop for your titties. <laughs> I love this, because I was also just thinking of something similar, which is... <laughs> mm-hmm. Similar to the titty doorstop. I'm about to... I think I'm accidentally veering into rope bunny territory. 
Um, but you know, great. And like, you know, when there's like a platform in a video game that's held up by like rope or whatever, and it like goes up and down. Do you know what I'm oh, referring yeah, uh-huh. to? Yeah, it's like yeah. that, but the platform's under the titty, the rope like goes around <laughs> the titty, and it ties around like the back of your neck or whatever. I hate the neck thing because personally, this is like why I don't wear bras anymore is like back pain and neck pain and everything. How does this avoid neck pain? Does someone just hold it for you? Maybe, oh, maybe it just like goes around your kind of shoulder and like it, it ties around your kind of like armpit, your shoulder armpit type of thing. Okay, all right. Um, that part of your body and it I, does that on both sides. I had one suggestion because we all know fashion doesn't have to be convenient. Um, totally. You could you could hold it sort of like a clutch, mm. right? Like it's just a system of pulleys such that yeah. you kind of just always have like a little clutch <laughs> bag. I'm just imagining a <laughs> thing that you like pull down and your titties just perk mm-hmm. up. Yes, thank you. That's... That is literally yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> it's really good. Um, it's a titty also, lover. I would also like to uh, imagine a, a potential bra of the future, which is it looks like a pair of hands. <laughs> It just holds up your titties. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's, that's kinda, it. That's kind of it. And then, do you think kind of we don't have to get you know detailed mm-hmm. or anything graphic? But are we talking bigger or smaller in terms of down there underwear? Like, are we talking? Oh, like are we talk? Are we going back to your underwear is like long johns type deal? Or hmm. is it going to get just get smaller and smaller? Uh, like, we're already at thongs. That's pretty small. Uh, that That is pretty small. And I feel like there are smaller things than thongs already. So uh, maybe this is a little too on brand for me. But you said long johns. And I immediately was like, yeah, you know what? I could just, like, wear those instead of pants if it became acceptable. I would just do that. Yeah. That with a t-shirt. And that would be my... And actually, no long johns and what? a jacket and that's it what you're just des- uh-huh. what you're describing is like leggings but you're just not wearing underwear with leggings which is bold which is admittedly it's bold i love it so that that's the way that i'm going to sort of coax fashion towards uh if i have of, any say in it i'm sort of imagining because in the future obviously everything will be augmented Chrome. reality i'm just gonna put a black right. bar in front of my uh, <laughs> like kind of business scott and pilgrim so- voice how are you doing that with your crotch <laughs> yes absolutely um i think any of these you know could be the underwear of the future or we could just go back the way things were because obviously everything right. is always better in the past and that's definitely what i'm advocating <clears throat> um there were no problems with anything in the past ever uh if you ignore literally everything Look, if the past was bad, that would mean that the present day is bad. And that can't be true. Got you, liberals. And of course, all this is satire, because we're the resistance <laughs> against the hierarchy. Tuh. And uh, we are so confident that we're not going to get arrested for making this resistance podcast. Hell yeah. Power to the people and to the non-hierarchies. And And the cravings. And the craving powers. This has been the Salt Cravings radio broadcast. You can find us at saltcravings.com. But don't look too closely because we'll disappear because it's underground.
important. Uh, you can also find us, but not really, because again, it's underground and it doesn't kind of really work with this bit at all, is on social media, at Salt Cravings, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, those old places that don't exist anymore. In the dystopian universe, <laughs> you can submit cravings to us at submissions at saltcravings.com, or you can save those cravings for our live stream, which will be from July 1st to the 4th. We're going to be there. You're going to be there. I hope. Come hang I hope out. So. It'll be fun. Uh, as always, show uh, your support for the resistance. <laughs> But like in real life, but like actually, but like help, actually, in but the like real actually life help people out money. by donating yeah, to uh-huh. links in the description. Links in the description. Uh huh. People need with real money, shit. real yeah. resistance. Like real, like we're not in but, a bit right but now. But like for real, right now. Like yeah, go yeah. If you got please. it, if you got it, flaunt it. Please. And by flaunt it, I mean donate it. Flaunt, um, flaunt it for JJ. If you want to leave a rating or review, fucking go do it. That's do it for on, JJ. Yeah, five five star. Mess Go cast. leave a review. It's like, I did this for JJ. Yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, <laughs> do you hear a knock at the door that sounds like the dystopian hierarchy, the, coming Duh. to arrest us? Weird. I. It almost does sound like that. Let me go check and see if I need to offer any tea. Oh my god, it's the hierarchy, duh. Oh my god, <laughs> I never could have seen... Oh, wait, that's actually just our friends dressed up in the oh, uniforms they got of the hierarchy. Us. So you got oh, they, fucking... They, they oh, did it. I told JJ. you this podcast wasn't going to end with anyone arrested. Hell yeah. All right, JJ, get that back door ready. This is how the podcast ends. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, but it hasn't been before, so I don't know what's happening with it currently. Um, we may just have to live with it. I've I've definitely heard your chair in recordings before. <laughs> totally, totally, totally. But this is way more than it has been. Oh, extra chair. Yeah, my my also just like my levels are massive. I got massive <laughs> levels. You know what they say about Brianna? She's got massive levels. Huge levels. If you know <sighs> what I mean. Massive, huge honking levels. Am I just on a different recording type? Please, Brianna, share your honking levels with us. <laughs> Please, may I have a crumb of levels? <laughs> How's this? Is this any better? How's this sound? I, How's this sounds... look? <laughs> Does this look infected? It sounds fine. Uh, sh- do you want to clap? Do you want to do the I've ritual? I've been known to clap. <laughs> Brianna claps back. <laughs> Uh, the bitch that claps back. <laughs> Five seconds? Yep. Oh, I was way too early. Ten yeah, seconds, okay, please. Ten. Okay, I was good on that one. We're going to go with that. We're going to okay. roll with this. We're going to roll with it. Hot and dangerous. Uh, mm-hmm. Fall in love. Okay. Uh-huh. 